this is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Since our company is all about communication, effective communication, powerful communication, we stand up for that powerful communication in all situations. Honestly, some of those situations are not pleasant. We also are fans of extreme customer service. And part of that is not having our customers needing to chase us down if there's a problem or a mistake they need to get resolved. Let me give you an example. There's a company that we use that provides a very valuable service. And for this service, we pay a monthly fee. Well, last month, we were double charged. Now I know things happen, mistakes are made, human error can be involved, and I do try to be somewhat compassionate. However, I'd also heard from some of our colleagues who use the same tool that some of them had been double charged as well. So I knew it wasn't just an anomaly. I kept an eye on the bank account to see if that double charge went away. And after a few days, it did not. So I reached out to customer support. The response was, yes, we're aware of it. And the tech team is working on it. You should see it refunded by the end of today. I have to admit that I was irritated because they said they already knew. Again, I can be very compassionate and understanding. We all make mistakes. Nobody and no entity is perfect. Fix the mistake, make sure it doesn't happen again, communicate, and move on. It was the communicate piece that didn't happen. I had to reach out to them to say, here is this problem. Now, if they were aware of it, were they aware of it, that it was happening on my account? Were they only aware that it was a problem that was affecting some accounts? Did they have the ability to know which accounts were affected and which weren't? If I hadn't reached out, would they have been aware that my particular account had an issue? See, I shouldn't have to hunt them down, especially if and when they already know. Here's how it could have gone differently. If they could tell which accounts had been negatively affected, they could have sent an email to those accounts saying, you may have noticed that there was a duplicate charge on your card for this service. Please know we are aware of it and we are looking into it and resolving it as quickly as we can. We expect that it will be refunded within X number of days. 
if I got an email like that, I'd be fine. I'd be like, okay, great. I might still keep an eye on my bank account to see if it got refunded, but the fact that they know about it would make me feel better. If they didn't know and couldn't see which accounts had been negatively affected, then they could have made an announcement. Some accounts have been charged twice. We are aware of it and we are resolving it as quickly as we can. If you don't see a refund by X date, please reach out to us. Now, I guess a third option could be that the company was not aware of it, but they said that they were, which is worse. I really don't think that's the third option, but it certainly could be possible. So why didn't they send one of those two notifications I mentioned? I believe it's because of fear. They don't want to anger anyone. They don't want to piss off anyone, for lack of a better way to say it. However, I think that the alternative is worse. I have to hunt you down to make sure you're taking care of me. Because as a customer of yours, I should be able to rely on you not to double charge me, to have my well-being in your charge, so to speak. And if the argument is that they are too busy, they can't send emails like that. They can't look through the hundreds of accounts to see which ones have been affected or not. Well, then that's another problem. If your organization is either too large or your personnel are too overtaxed, that's something that needs to be fixed. Your customers and clients should always come first. If you don't have customers and clients, then you don't have an organization. In our organization, we try to take initiative. We want our customers and clients to feel safe, taken care of, looked after. I never want any of our clients or customers to have to hunt us down because of some problem. If we know about it, then it is on us to take initiative, reach out, say, you may not know that there's this issue. There is, we're aware of it, we're resolving it. We will let you know when it has been taken care of and we will also make sure it will not happen again. Sometimes that's uncomfortable. We had a client in one of our programs. It's a monthly program and she wasn't showing up after two or three months. And so I reached out and said, you haven't been coming. That is certainly your choice. And perhaps this program no longer meets your needs. And if that's the case, let's look at, at canceling your being in the program. Also, the charge that she was paying every month to be in this program. While it was uncomfortable, because of course... 
while it could have been uncomfortable because I was giving her an out to drop out of the program, even though I didn't think that that would be in her best interest, I did think giving her the option was in her best interest, even if that meant we would be losing revenue, etc. What was really interesting is she immediately wrote back and said, I really want to be involved. I have been struggling because of the things going on in the world. I do want to be involved. I will be at the next group virtual meeting. And she was. I realized standing for the client, for their best interest, their best welfare, is the ultimate in extreme service. I don't necessarily believe it's a choice for us. It is the foundation of this entire business for us, is that idea of extreme service. We had an organization tell us that they were so thankful and they were giving appreciation to whatever spiritual forces were in motion that our company had come into their organization. It blew me away. It was another example of us reaching out saying, because of coronavirus, we can't provide the services the way we were planning on it. Let's do this other thing instead so we can still continue to support you and your staff. And there have been great results. But we took that initiative instead of just hanging back and waiting for them to reach out to us, to hunt us down, and say, well, things are different, so what should we do? We reached out to them, said, things are different. Here's one thing we can do. What do you think? It really comes down to what's most important to the organization. Is it the people you serve, customers and clients, and employees, but that's another episode, or is it your own self-interests? If you cannot take the time to communicate appropriately and in a timely manner, to your customers and clients when the news may not be so good, or you're afraid of the response, that organization comes down on the side of they are of primary importance, not the customer, not the client. And so I'd really ask you to look at your past communications when there's been a problem, whether it's something to do with billing and some double charge, or whether it has to do with something in the production pipeline is broken and so the delivery schedule is going to be skewed, or any number of issues and challenges that come up. How did you handle it? Did you take initiative? Or did the other party have to hunt you down? Now, as Maya Angelou says, we did the best we could with what we knew at the time. When we know better, we do better. So, now you know better. If you didn't respond as well as you would have liked in these instances in the past, how could you have done it differently? I've given a few examples of powerful, effective ways to communicate, even in the midst of a problem. 
feel free to use those as templates. We want you to be successful. Part of that success is communicating and communicating and communicating. Is there transparency in your communication? Are you truly looking out for the other parties, whether those are customers and clients, your employees or staff? What is the priority? For our organization, one of our values is that everybody thrives. That includes us as well. And part of how we ensure or do our best to ensure that everybody thrives is through things like extreme service, powerful communication, making sure we have the right people in the right seats, a focus on values and everybody being aligned and rowing the boat in the same direction. I hope you have found this helpful. I'd love to hear one action you're going to take from listening to this episode. You can always email me directly or you can leave a comment on the website, www.theshulergroupllc.com. Until next time, may you thrive.